if you haven't stuck your head outside quite yet, you'll see that there are some stars shining through, some clouds. It's uh, I can't report that it was uh, Vincent Van Gogh's starry, starry night, but there were some stars uh, shining out there as I rolled out early this morning, and it's it's looking to be a nice day. We'll be talking about that in a little while here on Wax 104.5. Dad, you... Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret. Hi, my name is Linda, and I've lost over 54 pounds and over 31 inches, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds and over 41 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scheer, D.C. with Eau Claire Weight Loss, and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit WeKnowTheSecret.com. We Know The Secret! Sixty-two degrees at Wax one hundred four point five. As Scott continues with the morning chores with you this morning, eh, we got past that extended July Fourth Fourth of July holiday uh, celebration, I guess you'd call it. And hopefully now you get a chance out on the farm to step back and uh, kind of assess things the way everything is, and get back into a routine of some sort. I know. Plenty of you guys are out there chopping away in the, in that on that hay yet, and I guess the planting is past. It is what it is. Some of us had knee-high corn on the 4th of July, and some didn't. But now let's get into that routine, that summer routine. Hopefully that includes getting a little time away and even having a picnic out there on the farm once in a while. And fair season is here. We can't forget about that. Well, it's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some of the world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is out with a warning to the world that Iran, armed with nuclear weapons, would pose a serious danger to the world. Pompeo tweeted that out on Sunday in response to Iran's announcement that it would reduce its commitments to the Iran nuclear deal every 60 days unless world powers who agreed to the deal moved to protect Iran from U.S. sanctions. Pompeo says that will lead Iran to further isolation and sanctions. He said nations should restore the long-standing standard of no enrichment for Iran's nuclear program. Nerves remain on edge in California as crews continue to assess the damage in the Ridgecrest area northeast of Los Angeles following two powerful earthquakes last week. Ridgecrest Police Chief Jed McLaughlin spoke about the next steps at a community meeting on Sunday afternoon. So now my job is to uh, see how I can do that to uh, get you back to uh, being okay with going back into your house, being okay with going back inside a building, being okay going back to work. He said their job now is not only to protect citizens in the city near the epicenters of the two strong quakes, but also to help people get their lives back on track. 
As recovery efforts continue, McLaughlin also says folks need to be prepared for the possibility of another quake. He said people need to have 72 hours worth of supplies on hand just in case. Billionaire financier Jeffrey Epstein is expected to appear in Manhattan federal court today after being arrested on sex trafficking charges. Epstein is accused of sexually assaulting more than 30 girls in New York and Florida. He was arrested Saturday after his flight landed in New York. Epstein is already a registered sex offender. He pleaded guilty to sex trafficking underage girls in Florida in 2007 and served 13 months in prison. And the U.S. women's national soccer team is celebrating after taking the 2019 World Cup championship. They defeated the Netherlands 2-0 yesterday in France for their second consecutive World Cup win. The women's team previously took home the trophy in 1991, 1999, and 2015. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Marika Gouda's Cafe Duchess now has new hours. They are now open Monday through Sunday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Marika Gouda is currently booking tours. Through a guided 90-minute tour, you can go through the parlor observation area, the barn, cheese making, and delicious cheese sampling. Tour tickets for adults are just $10. Kids 6 to 12 are 5, and children 5 and under can tour for free. Give Marika Gouda a call at 715-669-5230. Join Mega Co-op Rewards today and start saving on gas at Holiday. Every Mega Co-op member gets an automatic three-cent-per-gallon discount on gas at Holiday. And if you pay with cash, you can save even more. Not only that, Mega Co-op members get rewards for in-store purchases as well as other entertainment discounts around town. Not a member yet? Sign up today at megacoop.com and start saving on gas only at Holiday. Next Grow Alfalfa offers ultimate flexibility with their extensive line of conventional Roundup Ready and Harv Extra Alfalfa seed, allowing you to achieve top yield potential and high forage quality. They're proud to introduce Next Grow 6409 HVXR with Harv Extra Alfalfa Trait, the industry's first alfalfa trait designed to give you the flexibility to choose between higher alfalfa quality or delay harvest thanks to a wider cutting window to maximize your yield potential. With Next Grow Alfalfa, you'll also find 6422Q, the variety that swept the commercial division for seven of the last eight years at the World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, plus a full portfolio of conventional and Roundup-ready varieties, including 6472A Nextgrow's Race 2 Aphanomyces resistant variety, a top choice for wet, heavy, or saturated soil, and in addition, it has an excellent forage quality rating. 6424R, Nextgrow's newest glyphosate-tolerant variety with Race 2 Aphanomyces resistant that offers protection on those wet, heavy soils while delivering exceptional forage quality. To learn more about Nextgrow, Grow alfalfa. See your local dealer or visit plantnextgrow.com. 62 degrees here in Eau Claire as we continue with the morning chores. Scott with you this morning. Lacrosse has 68, Marshfield 58, Green Bay 56, Rice Lake 63, Wausau's at 57, Madison's at 60, Milwaukee 59, and up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter says it's 63. There could be some clouds and some stars this morning with plenty of sunshine and dry weather expected today. And uh, that should hold until later Tuesday when some rain could develop. Tuesday, later Tuesday and into Wednesday. Today we're looking at a high of 84 and a low of 62. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a high of 82 and a low of 67. And Wednesday, a high of 76 and a low of 60. Well, you've heard Bob talk with State Forage Specialist Dan Undersander in the past few weeks all about growing and controlling weeds in that alfalfa crop. 
Today, Bob is talking with Dan about digestibility in that crop. Time this morning for our Next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us. And, uh, Dan, we've been talking about producing alfalfa in a year where it's not very not very plentiful, unfortunately, because of Mother Nature and what she did with the winter kill. Is it still worth it to forage test what we do have left out there? Well, absolutely, Bob. Uh, and, and one of the pleasant surprises uh, might be that the alfalfa that's grown under these rainier conditions, a little bit less sunlight, a little bit cooler weather, uh, tends to be higher in fiber digestibility than alfalfa and even grasses that are grown under bright sunlight and higher temperatures. So what this means for us is, uh, particularly with our short forages, we might be able to, it's, if we should test our forage for fiber and for digestibility. If you haven't been doing digestibility, that's a really important, relatively new test to look at. Uh, then um, once you have the digestibility, uh, you may be able to stretch that forage some by mixing with some slightly lower quality forage that doesn't have quite the high digestibility of some of our uh, good quality forage that was harvested this year. So uh, the thing that would really help us here would be to uh, analyze the forage, to look at the fiber, and then look at the digestibility and then that may give us some further options in terms of blending forages to meet our needs for forage over the summer. So get it tested. It's worth it. Dan Undersander with the information and the help today. Once again, our state forage specialist on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Our 30th anniversary is going to be the best country jam ever. With Keith Urban, Jake Owen, Toby Keith, and Marin Morris. Country Jam, sponsored in part by Senex and hometown Chevy dealers, July 18th through the 20th in Eau Claire. New this year, Cowboy Jacks will be bringing the fun with sand volleyball, games, and their amazing food and beverages. Upgrade your fun with party pit passes, the Senex Country Club, or better yet, VIP. Go to CountryJamWI.com now for tickets and camping. That's CountryJamWI.com. Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed Internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 millibytes per second, 25 millibytes per second, or 30 millibytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after you use the following amount of data, your data may be prioritized between other customers during network congestion. $7.95 service fee additional. See store for complete details. 508 a.m. at Wax 104.5 as we roll with those morning chores. Let's have a look at the uh, morning markets on the livestock side. Cash livestock, fed beef steers are at 102 to 108 and a quarter, with mixed selling 78 to 101. Fed beef heifers, 102 to 107, with mixed 67 to 101. Fed Holstein steers are at 83 to 88 and three quarters, with select 57 to 82. Cows are at 45 to 69. Bulls, 65 to 93. Butcher hogs are 48 and down. Sows went for 28 to 30. Boars ended the week 10 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs, 130 to 151. And feeder lambs, 75 to $1.60. On the livestock future side of things, live cattle for August are at 
is at 107 even. That's up a dollar 55. October 10807 up a dollar 77. December 11232 up 140 and February at 11622 is up 135. Feeder cattle for August are at 13882 up 225. September is at 13870 up 175. October 13890 up 130. November 13922 up 112 and January at 137.95 up a dollar and a quarter. Lean hogs for July are at one at, or rather 72.12 that's down 142. August at 77.05 uh, is down 132. October at 70.07 is down 272 and December at 70 even is down 265. A uh, first look at the way the dairy markets ended the week. Cheese ended for with barrels at 178. That's unchanged. 40 pound blocks at 185. That's that was down one. Grade double A butter at 240 and a half was up a half. On the class three futures, July is at 1738, up seven. August at 1789, up seven. September 1803, up 12. And October at 1801 is up nine. And those prices look to be up through March. Some job recruitment sites overload your inbox with resumes. Glassdoor knows not just any will do. From 62 million job seekers, Glassdoor only matches you with qualified candidates who have the skills and experience your small business needs to grow. In fact, Glassdoor hires are 30% more likely to stay with your company longer. And Glassdoor can help you find that perfect candidate in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com slash hire. Glassdoor. Find the right fit for your business. Stressing over college costs? Discover Student Loans can help with zero fees and a cash reward for good grades. Apply at discoverstudentloans.com today. Limitations apply. 11 past 5 at Wax 104.5 as we continue the morning chores. Bob had a chance to catch up with Bridget Finke, our resident attorney from Valley Crossing Law, and she talked about dealing with debt out in the countryside. Once again this morning, we're going to talk about the operation. How good a shape is it in going forward? Bridget Finke joins us from Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. And Bridget, uh, you've heard it, I've heard it, that over the years, farmers have used what equity they've had to keep the operation going. Finally, that equity gets whittled down and they get in debt. And now, all of a sudden, that plant they may have made five, ten years ago to pass the operation on isn't so effective anymore. Is that a scenario that we're seeing a lot out there, at least enough to be of concern? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's much more common with farm families that they don't have plans that simply say equal to the kids, right? That we just take stock of what we have and divide it up. More often, we're worried about real specific assets that are needed for the continuation of the operation, particularly when we have someone in that next generation who actually is and wants to continue to run the farm. So it's more common that we're those plans have, okay, I want these assets to go you know, to to this particular child and maybe that back 40 woods or some other piece of property going to non-farm children is a way of evening things out. Um, and that works great as long as 
all the debts are separately associated then with those assets. So when we bought that 80 of woods, we borrowed, we only use that 80 as collateral, and that debt is separate from when we put up the new freestall barn on the home property. If the assets and the debts are all packaged together, that can work really effectively. But what I'm seeing more of as people need to tap into other equity mm-hmm is we're doing these blanket collateral packages, right? So the bank says, okay, we'll rework this debt and we'll put this on the real estate and we'll put this on the short-term debt, but we want to lean on everything. So now we don't have that separate debt associated with that 80 or maybe that 80 is not free and clear anymore because we need to utilize that collateral. Well, now someone passes away and we're looking to split up those assets. Man, what about that debt? And so it makes it much more difficult, you know, as you're making these decisions about how you're going to structure your debt, thinking about, hey, how does this impact how this might get split up down the line? And does that still work? Or perhaps do I need to change direction then about how things are going to get split up? Because there's no way the kid on the farm is going to be able to take on all the debt now that's maybe on non-productive assets or that recreational property that you have and the farm be able to foot all that so that those non-farm kids can get that other land and get that as their inheritance. So how do we handle such a thing? Because, again, this is something we hadn't planned on when maybe we Mm -hmm. put our plan into effect. And should this have been given to that particular non-farming member of the family, that mm-hmm. 40 or 80 woodlot, right away rather than still have it on the book, so to speak, for the operation and where we can run some debt against that? Well, it's, it's right, always the benefit of hindsight. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, had they gifted away, now you didn't have that equity to tap. You know, once something's gifted, it's gone. Um, And so, you know, and I get it for a lot of folks right now. You're more worried about how are we getting this year's crop in and harvested and not, you know, so worried about how the pieces are going to get divvied up down the road. And so I would say there's not one um, specific answer to that. You know, it is sometimes the places where um, life insurance is can be a better way rather than divvying up the assets and knowing we've got, you know, this guaranteed policy of 100000 on the other hand, that doesn't come without premiums to be paid. Um, but I think it's more as you make these operational decisions and, you know, you're making the decision to make it through today, and I get that. Taking that beat at some point to say, okay, but how does this now impact the long-term plan? Or maybe even before you're making those operational decisions, thinking about how does this impact this bigger picture that I've put together um, so you can make sure that we can figure out a way to separate those things out. Usually there's always a way to make it work, and it's just so Mm fact-specific, so it's not an easy question to answer of, well, you know, this was our plan, so what do we do now? Um, But just the fact that all those, you know, estate plans, long-term succession plans are not fix it and forget it. Oh, we decided it's done. There it is on the shelf, and it'll get pulled out someday when I pass away or I'm ready to retire. You know, all these operational decisions as you go along impact that. And so taking that temperature, you know, think about making your um, meat sauce for your spaghetti, right? You know, you let it simmer and you taste and you let it simmer and you taste. It's not just you put it in the pot and, oh, three hours from now it's going to be, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Great. Bridget Finke with the always good advice, this time about dealing with debt. There's more in that interview. If you'd like to hear it, uh, if you go to our 20 in a row website and uh, check on to the Bob and Scott page, and you'll be able to see more there, including our daily podcast of the shows. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Five eighteen at Wax one hundred four point five. Water matters. We know that, and some discussions are getting really deep here in Wisconsin and across the nation, for that matter. I got a chance to catch up with one researcher who's talked about talked with me about that very discussion as it develops. Water is the focal point for Governor Tony Evers and his policy development. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And believe me, water matters to everyone. And, of course, Wisconsin agriculture, very focused on water. Some folks may laugh that it's been all about managing an oversupply of water this spring. But in reality, it's about keeping quality water around. Professional dairy producers of Wisconsin have been hosting some of that dialogue. Bob, you guys had a chance to catch up with some of the folks that were featured. Yes, Pam, they really did, because uh, one day PDPW brought farmers and experts in water management, water quality, to the northern end of the world's longest barn. And one of those professionals brought in was Mark Borchart, who's a USDA research microbiologist, and uh, he was talking about water quality with our Scott Schultz. And Scott talked to him about where water quality is concerned in Wisconsin and nationally and where we stand. And also, Borchardt told Scott, the primary thing he's seeing is that a true water quality conversation has now started around the country. Well, what I've been seeing is just the, the conversation has just been so elevated the last few years. And I think the dairy industry is being incredibly proactive in um, helping to conserve water, improve water quality. And a tour like this is just so instructive for everyone. What a diverse group on this bus and the things that people are learning. And what I'm really enjoying the last year or so is just this uh, conversation between non-farmers and farmers and um, overall positive attitude as opposed to a negative accusatory attitude. What got the conversation going? What spurred the conversation? It's been a long time coming. Well, being that I'm a scientist, (laughs) I'm a little biased and I'm going to say I think it's data. I think it's data-driven. I think the, the, uh, some, of the obje- uh, some of the objective data that we've developed and other scientists have um, sort of highlighted that, you know, it's um, sort of a society- societal issue as opposed to a one industry issue. And um, that's what I like to think, at least. Other, other people might have different perspectives. Now you're seeing that conversation happen. What are the results so far of that conversation? What are you seeing? Oh, boy. Um, well, 
One thing I'm seeing is just much more local interest across the state of Wisconsin in water quality. I have been dealing with um, uh, waterborne infectious disease and water quality issues in the state of Wisconsin for the last 25 years. That's been my research area. And, uh, you know, my job is to publish papers, and that's what I do. And, uh, you know, generally the public's kind of interested. But my goodness, the last several years, it's off the charts. I wish I got a nickel for every time I got invited to give a talk. It's unbelievable, the interest. And what I see is um, a lot of activity at the local level. County after county, township after township, uh, wants to understand the quality of their surface water and their groundwater. How is the quality of the surface water and the groundwater, especially in Wisconsin? Oh, that's a tough assessment. It's really site-specific. It's very local. I think we all, as Wisconsinites, understand there's areas where we can improve. Um, one of the concerns I've had over the years is that we take um, unclean, dirty, polluted water for granted and that we think that it can't be solved. We certainly know from other regions around the world that that's not true, that we can do things to improve our water. And I think as also as Wisconsinites, we all value water. We all love our water. Uh, and that's been really encouraging. You're on the data side of things. The research looking at the information that the water quality is giving to you. So maybe this is an unfair question to you. What can we be doing? What should we be doing uh, across uh, the board that besides having this conversation? There are, there are certainly things that um, the dairy industry is doing on farms. Uh, there's things that municipalities are doing in terms of treatment. Uh, there's things that homeowners are doing in terms of uh, less you know, nitrogen, less fertilizer applied to lawns. But, um, you know, overall, um, I think the shift that's happening that's probably going to have the biggest impact is just a change in attitude. And that is an attitude of that, yes, we can improve our water, as opposed to throwing up our hands and saying, no, there's nothing we can do. So, yes, the site-specific, the local practices, the best management practices, all those things are important, but they're not going to happen in the big picture unless we all have the attitude of, yes, we can get this done. You talk about that attitude of, yes, we can get that done, and that goes back again to the conversation. When did that conversation start? When did we really snap to and say, we need to have these conversations? Uh, I would have to say, based on my interactions across the country and across the world, uh, in Wisconsin, it's been maybe the last three years it's really picked up. The last three years. Um, Actually, there was a while there, I'll be very honest, um, I was rather down thinking that Wisconsin had been such a leader in water quality work. You can't believe the scientists in this state, the high quality work that comes out of this state. And there was a period I was thinking, eh, maybe I should move on <laughs> somewhere else. And that has completely changed the last several years. That's quite an assessment. But even then, along the way, I'm guessing there are pockets in the state, in the central sands, that kind of place where water quality always kind of was on the front burner or is was the conversation not being strong enough held strongly enough in an area even like that oh certainly those are areas that have been in the news um, maybe I need to be a bit clearer what I, where I think the conversation has changed is that it includes all parties involved as opposed to being one-sided uh, that's that's what's been impressive and um, I mean there's still finger pointing there's there's still voices are still raised in meetings, um, but it seems to me that it's a little bit more tempered than it was maybe five years ago or so. 
in that conversation again in the tempered part of that conversation right on this farm tour today i'm seeing a wide range of people that might not have been on a tour together 5 10 15 20 years ago is that what you're seeing oh you are absolutely correct i don't think you were on the bus when we did the introductions one by one introductions there are people on this bus from new york city north carolina uh, chicago so there's some real urban dwellers here. Uh, we have a couple dairy producers. Uh, we have some, some folks in the environmental community. Uh, we have some university folks. We have some NRCS folks. It, yes, it's a very, it, very diverse group. And again, no finger pointing is going on. We're all kind of headed, do you think, toward the same direction? I think so. There might be some finger pointing at lunch if there isn't enough ice cream for this large group. <laughs> but uh, no, no finger pointing thus far. That's great. That's a great line. On a farm like we're on right now, on the Brenner farm, we're looking at different practices such as uh, cover crops. Are you seeing more of these kinds of practices with the cover crops, the diverse cover crops and the soil quality leading the way into water quality? Are you seeing more of that happening? Yes, I am. And boy, it just makes you... Makes a person proud to be from Wisconsin when you hear this young farmer talk about the things he's doing, the practices he's introducing, his knowledge of soil health, his knowledge of the carbon cycle. Very, very impressive. Very impressive. A good example of those water quality discussions were the Water Matters tours where I caught up with Dr. Borkhart. Those tours were June 25th in the Fenimore area and June 26th in the Eau Claire area in which the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin organized tours of several farms in those areas and that tour was presented, as I said, by the PDPW along with UW Discovery Farms Wisconsin Counties Association and the Wisconsin Towns Association and in those tours they showcased water quality innovations and practices that affect people, animals, and the environment and gave those attendees a close-up look at what's being done to preserve our most precious resource, which is water. On the northern end of the world's longest barn, I'm Scott Schultz. Yep, and let those discussions roll, because water does matter. Thanks to Dr. Borkhart for his insight about that. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock after this. Preco is hiring for positions at their Somerset and Hudson locations. Start your new career at Preco. Preco has over 40 years of experience in providing solutions for material processing needs. They're a leading designer and manufacturer of automated processing systems. Work with the best in the business. They're on the cutting edge of technology, so you'll be working with the best equipment and software. Visit them at precoinc.com and head to their career opportunities page to discover what they have to offer. Preco is an equal opportunity employer. 5.28 a.m., 62 here in Eau Claire as we continue with the morning chores. I have Rocky Olson on over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. How are you doing this weekend? I suppose, or this weekend, I'm guessing you caught some fish. We did catch some fish. Matter of fact, we had a nice crappie cookout last night. Oh, good stuff, man. Do you yes. make your own batter, or what do you do? No, I buy buy that Louisiana batter. That's pretty good stuff. A little a little heat in it is there? A little spice? Uh, no, no, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Good stuff, man. 
Hey, tell us about what's going on over at the market this week. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up at Premier Livestock. On the Fed cattle, lower markets there, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 85 to 88.50. Selects and low choice, 72 to 84. Beef steers and heifers, 103 to 109. Most of the cow market was lower, high-yielding cows, 58 to 68. Most of the cows traded 42 to 57. Market bulls, high-yielding, 75 to 95. Lower-yielding, below 70. Organic market cows, high High yielding 70 to 85, lower yielding 50 to 69. Newborn Holstein bull calves lower, mostly from 35 to 95 per head. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 95, beef calves 100 to 295. Coming up this week at Premier Tuesday, special beef breeding bull auction. Uh, also have bred stock cows, cow calf bears, and large feeder cattle auction, expecting five to 600 head. Wednesday dairy cattle auction. We got several groups of uh, top fresh cows. Uh, springing heifers, uh, small herd, and several fancy registered Holstein breeding bulls. Exceptional quality there. Don't forget next Friday, July 19th, that's going to be our special monthly dairy heifer auction. Uh, questions on marketing and livestock, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. As always, lots more information on our website. Check that out at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Scott, that's how it shaped up. Thanks, Rocky. It'll be interesting to see what uh, the prices start doing for the dairy animals as the milk price starts to creep up a little bit. That would be wonderful. <laughs> okay. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 millibytes per second, 25 millibytes per second, or 30 millibytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after you use the following amount of data, your data may be prioritized between other customers during network congestion. $7.95 service fee additional. See store for complete details. Continuing the chores at 5.32 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Scott with you. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news. The man being blamed for a deadly crash in St. Croix County shouldn't have been driving. The St. Croix County Sheriff's Office yesterday said 37-year-old Brandon Liffering was under the influence of something and driving on a suspended license when he sped away from a deputy on Saturday and crashed into a motorcycle. The motorcycle's rider, 39-year-old Dustin Callen from Minnesota, died in the crash. The sheriff said prosecutors could file formal charges against Liffering today or tomorrow. There likely won't be new Amtrak trains rumbling through western Wisconsin anytime soon. Lawmakers in Minnesota didn't include the money to foot the bill for a new Minneapolis to Chicago train line in their new state budget. Wisconsin lawmakers approved $300,000 this year for environmental studies for that line. The full project has a price tag of between $130 million and $140 million.
Another mem- member of the Montville Six is a free man. A day after co-defendant Ray Moore was released, 71-year-old Michael Johnson last week walked out of the Sanger Powers Correctional Center Center in Oneida. He was greeted by family, including his wife and sisters. Johnson and five others were sentenced to life in prison for the 1992 killing of Tom Monfils at a Green Bay paper mill. Critics are questioning the governor's partial vetoes on the state budget. Democratic Governor Tony Evers made 78 partial vetoes to the state budget, which was passed by the Republican-controlled state legislature before he put his signature on it. With those vetoes, he was able to allocate $87 million more to spend on K-12 school districts aid than Republicans had wanted. That move has left some people feeling uncomfortable with the amount of power Evers has with his veto pen. But Evers remains firm in his stance that his vetoes and adjustments to the budget reflect the people's interest. And the people's interest, of course, also includes whether we're going to have another decent day weather-wise out there. I have Drew Williams on. Drew, are you there? I'm here, Scott. How are you? You there, Scott? Can you hear me? I'm here. Are you there? Can you hear me? Can you? Hear I me can now? hear you now. Oh, Drew. Okay, good deal. <laughs> hey, what's what's it going to be like out there today, Drew? Well, we had great weather over the weekend. We're going to continue to see pretty nice weather now that we have entered into the work week. Temperatures right now in the low 60s for most of the Chippewa Valley. We've got some fog in the area, but uh, it really shouldn't be too much of an issue. That'll lift off later on today. It's going to warm up quickly. Plenty of sunshine winds out of the south and east. It's going to bring highs to the mid-80s. Good news, though, we do stay dry through the rest of today. Of course, you'll feel that humidity as dew points rise as well. Overnight tonight, we see a few clouds return to the area as temperatures cool back down into the low 60s. Most of tomorrow looks dry, but we could see some storms arrive from the west kind of later in the day. I'm thinking late afternoon into the evening and, of course, during the overnight hours. It's going to be warm again tomorrow. Temperatures close to the mid-80s once again. Storms continue overnight Tuesday and into Wednesday. Still a few lingering showers and storms in the area for the middle of the work week, but a slight cool down. It'll be breezy with highs in the upper 70s. Good news, though, for Thursday, sunshine returns to the area. Temperatures remain fairly comfortable in the upper 70s. Humidity should knock down a little bit as well. Still some sunshine, but warmer on Friday. Temperatures back in the low and mid-80s. And for right now, we'll see a sunshine mixed with a few showers and storms for both Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures in the mid-80s. Doesn't look like a major washout, but we could see some wet weather here and there. Of course, the Northern Wisconsin State Fair kicks off this week and continues into the weekend. So be mindful of that if you have plans at at being there. But otherwise, not too bad right now. 61 degrees with a little bit of fog. I'm Scour and 13 meteorologist Drew Williams. Those uh, low to mid 80s, Drew, that sounds kind of comfortable for this time of year, doesn't it? Pretty close to average. That's what we typically see. Of course, uh, as we head towards the end of this month, average temperatures, at least for Eau Claire, actually do begin to come down. So essentially right now, we're kind of at the warmest time of the year. Yeah. You know what? that For me, that always spells the start of Football practice on its way this warm weather like this. We'll be cheering on the Packers before you know it. Absolutely. A couple weeks. Thank you, Drew. We'll talk with you later. Take care.
EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. Oh, how I love this time of year. The sunshine, playing outside, and of course, pool time. While it may be okay to smell chlorine in the pool, it's not okay at your kitchen sink, in your shower, or your laundry. When it comes to your home's water, kick chlorine to the curb. Visit me, Gibby the Goldfish, online at Gibson'sWaterCare.com. For all your water problems, trust Gibson's Water Care. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to schedule a free in-home water analysis. Gibson's Water minutes before 8 o'clock here at Wax 104.5. Let's go to Jim Lindsay for the Equity L Tuna Market Report, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford. And choice beef steers and heifers, 90 to a dollar. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 85 to 95. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 83 to 86 of the top of 88. Choice Holstein Steers 76 to 82 select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers 76 and down. Top 20% of the cows sold from 53 to 58 with the top is 60 50. 60% of the cows sold from 40 to 52. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 40 and down. Cow bulls sold from 65 to 75 with the top is 78. Thin full horn and bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 20 to 80 dollars per head. Good quality beef calves sold from $100 to $225 bread. Light and poor quality calves sold from $20 and down. There was no test on the Holstein heifers calves. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is Friday, July 12th. If you would like an on-farm visit or would like to consign any cattle to an upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you for that, Jim. We have Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Market on. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you, and what a nice morning it is. Uh, A little bit of fog in the low-lying areas, so folks, if you're out and about, just be aware of that. But just a gorgeous sunrise this morning. Uh, It was a few minutes ago. So, well, uh, like I said, we need some nice warm days, and the weather forecast didn't sound too bad. So, But there's a lot of hay. A lot of hay laying, and it's getting yep. behind. We got to get uh, we got to get going here, you know. So we need some good warm days. Absolutely. What's going to be happening at the market this week, Jerry? All right, Scott. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this is going to be the market schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, uh, back to a regular four-day schedule here uh, after the Fourth uh, of July holiday. And so we'll get started this morning right away here at 9:30 a.m. And uh, overnight delivered cattle will be sold first, of course, starting with the market cows. Also selling the fat cattle this morning and bulls. Uh, we'll get to those baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, 
Tomorrow, Tuesday here in Stratford, uh, the next dairy sale will be uh, on the 16th, uh, no dairy sale tomorrow. So the regular market auction tomorrow will start at 11 o'clock with, again, uh, market cows and uh, fat cattle and baby calves to follow also on that. Wednesday, uh, we do get underway at 10 o'clock with market cattle and baby calves also on Wednesday, hog, sheep, and goats. Feeder cattle sale this week, uh, special feeder sale, will feature breeding bulls, and we do have a consignment already of some Hereford breeding bulls, and uh, more bulls will be added before that uh, sale time here. Again, that's going to be on Wednesday, July 10th here in Stratford. A special beef breeding bull and feeder cattle auction, 12 noon for that. So uh, these bulls are right in season now. You folks are looking for some good breeding bulls. Wednesday in Stratford here at 12 noon. And then, of course, on Thursday, regular market auction does begin again at 11 in the morning. And again, all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page on our phone number, 715-687-4101. And, of course, uh, been long, it's been a very long weekend, so we'll be... Uh, It'll be interesting to see how the markets react today to all the stuff that's going on. So, and again, we'll have a full report on that for tomorrow morning, up-to-date market prices, and we'll be there tomorrow morning, Scott, as per usual. So that's how things are looking. And again, um, I know a lot of folks are hoping to get some four, five, six, seven good, nice days put together without any rain. And man, it's just uh, just been a tough thing to do so far. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, people in our fields, Jerry, we think about routine. Routine is a good thing sometimes, isn't it? Uh, that uh, 4th of July thing kind of messes up our schedule and your schedule. And this weather, uh, nobody's had routine out in farm country. And routine well, I would was, be uh, good. I was talking to a gentleman uh, uh, yesterday, and he was on a, he was on a long trip and, uh, out west. Uh, and he said it's... Uh, Unbelievable! You can uh, some of the some of the crops are just fabulous, and you go down the road fifty miles, and it's uh, just the exact opposite. So I guess we could probably say that in Wisconsin also. Absolutely, and again in the Corn Belt, it's even tougher than we have it here. So there's always that. And of course, uh, well, I don't want to be negative, but uh, hopefully after the All Star break, the Brewers will start playing ball again here, so we can get. <laughs> Well, at least Yelich is resting his back, uh, so that's that's a good thing. Well, he's probably got to get a he's probably got to get a little side job so he can fix that window on that bolt that he knocked the window out of the other day. Did you read about that? Didn't no, you? I didn't, but uh, I will now. <laughs> All, right. All right, Jerry. Thanks a lot. Have a great start of the week. You too, and thank you very much. And we'll be here tomorrow morning. Thank you, Scott. Enjoy we'll the day. Talk with you then. Dad, you need to get hip and learn texting language. Ah, uh, geez, Kina. Look, you want people to know they can sell us their nice used vehicles, right? Yeah, of course. It's our busiest time of year at Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane. We need to buy a lot of nice, local, low-mileage vehicles this month. So we'll use abbreviations, like texting to make it easier for them. Here's one, LOL. Laugh out loud? No, look out for leeches. When folks want to get the most money for their nice, low-mileage vehicle, they need to bring it to Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane. We'll give them an honest price, and we'll pay them cash on the spot. People like that a lot. Here's another one. If they try to sell their vehicle themselves online, A-Y-O-R. A-Y-O-R? Yeah, at your own risk. <laughs> Folks, sell us your nice used vehicle. Just bring it to ECFLQL, Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Oh, look at you. Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94 and Highway 93. Sell us your nice used vehicle. A-A-P, always a pleasure.
Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top private student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. It's a quarter to six here at Wax 104.5. I have Michelle from Tureen Livestock on the phone. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. Hey, great weekend for you, huh? Yeah, it was It was relaxing. Good, you know, I just, good. Yeah, you, you, guys, you guys didn't get that much out of whack with your scale, sales schedule, but... Even then, yeah. there's something about uh, that week that relaxed you some, huh? Yeah, just having the 4th of July. And I got to say, um, Thorpe had a fireworks display, and we're normally not in Thorpe. And I got to say, they did a really nice job. So it was nice to see that and be able to stay in our hometown and actually yep. have a nice fireworks display. So, Well, as you and I have experienced throughout our lives, there's always something fireworks going on. In Thorpe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. All right. Tell us what's going on at this week's markets, Michelle. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of July 1st, entering livestock market in the slaughter mar- cow market for the week, we tapped at 73. 82% of the cows were from 46 and above. Market cows were 56 to 68. Low yielding cows, 45 to 55. Thin and weak cows, 44 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice in prime, 80 to 86. Select for 78 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice in prime, 85 to 105. Select for 82 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 72 to 89, with the utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves slipped from 40 to 90 dollars per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, 30 dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to 62 dollars per head. Beef cows 125 to 310 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher hogs. Sales were 40 to 45. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Citroen Livestock, your family owned and operated market. Have a great day. Thanks for that, Michelle. And Michelle, you know, it, yes? it occurred to me that Bob did a bunch of berry picking last week. I don't remember seeing a bucket of berries on my desk. And, uh, I don't. Did, I never got anything either. Well, tomorrow, you know what you have to do? You have to ask Bob where your berries are. And why you got forgotten. What? Oh, I, well, I didn't expect any. <laughs> but, <laughs> maybe, but, he'll bring you a, maybe he'll bring you a jar of jam, right? Uh, right. Well... You you get that for us tomorrow, if you would. All right. We'll both dream then. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle over Take at Tureen Livestock in Thorpe. Some job recruitment sites overload your inbox with resumes. Glassdoor knows not just any will do. 
From 62 million job seekers, Glassdoor only matches you with qualified candidates who have the skills and experience your small business needs to grow. In fact, Glassdoor hires are 30% more likely to stay with your company longer. And Glassdoor can help you find that perfect candidate in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com slash hire. Glassdoor. Find the right fit for your business. With more than 6,000 hotels across the country, a great hotel by Wyndham is closer than you think. Book direct at WyndhamHotels.com. 12 before 6, that makes it 5.48 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Scott continuing with the morning chores. I'll look at some of the farm news across the countryside. Wisconsin's new biennial budget contains provisions that should help rural Wisconsin and its farmers, according to the state's agriculture secretary-designee. Brad Paff said the budget, signed late last week by Governor Tony Evers, is, quote, a better budget for those family farmers and the rural communities they call home, end quote. He said farmers during recent years have faced a triple whammy of low commodity prices, trade uncertainty, and challenging weather that have created significant financial and emotional stresses. The budget includes $8.8 million for a dairy innovation hub in the University of Wisconsin system designed to encourage dairy innovation and research, $200,000 additional dollars to promote and help state food producers make connections with local buyers and local markets, and $48 million to expand broadband services to underserved areas. Wisconsin's Conservation Reserve Enhancement Program has recently reopened with state ag department officials saying it could help farmers offset losses created by the spring's weather challenges. The program, which offers funding through the state and federal cooperation, offers three levels of payments for conservation measures on land that's been in crop production or pasture for at least four years since 2012. Information about signing up is available at U.S. Department of Agriculture, Farm Service Agencies, County Offices. And some area farmers have been named finalists in Wisconsin Farm Bureau's Young Farmer and Agriculturalist Program. Brian Douglas of Dunn County and Travis and Krista Klinkner of Vernon County joined Brown County's Josh and Ashley Clausen as finalists for the program's Achievement Award. The Young Farmer and Agriculturalist Program is open to Farm Bureau members ages 18 to 35. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, our people share your passion for agriculture. For over 100 years, we have been a reliable and committed financial partner, competitive in the marketplace, and doing our part to keep rural America thriving. Stop in and visit with us today, and you'll find that we are so much more than just financial products and services. Egg Country offers a depth of knowledge in the industry and a team that is ready, willing, and experienced to serve all of agriculture's needs. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. Sixty-three degrees here at Wax one hundred four point five. 
As we start to turn toward the milk toast with the morning chores, let's have a look at the morning markets on the grain side of things. On the futures, corn for December is at 446. That's up four. December oats is at 279. That's steady. November soybeans at 899 are up five. Soybean meal for October is at $311 a ton. That's a dollar seven up a dollar seventy. Wheat for December is at five twenty-seven. That's up two. Country elevator prices on the corn side of things. Golden plump at Arcadia is at four oh four. In the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at three eighty-eight. Stevens Point is at four oh eight. Elk Mound at three ninety-one. Sparta's at four dollars. Ellsworth at three eighty. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville has three ninety. Stanley three ninety three and New Richmond two ninety one. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at eight oh six. Stevens Point is at seven eighty nine. Elk Mound at eight oh eight. Sparta is at seven eighty two, and Ellsworth is at eight oh six. On the dairy side. Cheese ended the week with barrels at 178. That was unchanged. 40 pound blocks at 185 or down one. Grade AA butter at 240 and a half was up a half. On the uh, Class 3 dairy futures, July is at 1738. That's up to up seven. August at 1789 is up seven. September at 1803 is up 12. October at 1808. Eight, uh, rather, I'm sorry, 1801 is up nine, and those prices look to be up through March. Well, that's it for me this morning, getting the morning chores wrapped up. I'm hoping you all have a great and safe day out there and that you find a way to find a routine. Hopefully the weather allows us to do that, and that those of you who haven't gotten that first round of hay and the start of the second round of hay off, that it the sun shines on you brightly and you do it safely. We'll all talk we'll talk with you all tomorrow. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms, making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Brimmer.com. Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed Internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 millibytes per second, 25 millibytes per second, or 30 millibytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after you use the following amount of data, your data may be prioritized between other customers during network congestion. 795 service fee additional. See store for complete details.